0: Hey everybody! Welcome to this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. Chris Wardell, joined by Greg crone Gregory, how you doing, buddy?
1: I mean, outside of drowning in trade rumors throughout the NBA, <laughs> oh my god, it's crazy. I, it's it's a, it's a whirlwind. I don't know where we're at. I, I, my, everything's upside down, and now I'm just here. I I just want football to get here. Football cures everything, Chris. When it comes to the summer. And the doldrums of, of sports and baseball being our only our only
0: solace. Yeah. Well Gr- Gregory, you set this show up beautifully because I've got Bavada Sportsbook open in front of me, and two of the things that I really wanted to hit on were some bas- and you didn't know this. Were some basketball props and some baseball props. And uh, you just you, you just lobbed it up there for me to hit out the park.
1: I mean, Chris, I was an excellent batting practiced pitcher. Uh, Back in my day So maybe Sometimes you just get lucky
0: Is that a good thing Or a bad thing? No, it's a
1: bad thing I mean, I guess it's a good thing For people to get work in It's not good Uh for me Being a pitcher at any point
0: Yeah, I was always I was always afraid Of being a pitcher Because I could throw hard And I didn't know Where it was going to go
1: That's That is what amazes me I think the most About pitching And when you watch High level pitching Major league baseball And that type of thing um, when you watch uh, any of that stuff, like to, to see the location and then movement and mm-hmm. speed all put into one, it's insane. Yeah, It's insane. I,
0: I had numerous coaches try to get me to pitch. I played baseball all my life. Uh, tried to get me to pitch, and it was just always a hard no from me.
1: I don't blame you. I don't blame like, you don't, at all.
0: I don't want that. I, and I also don't want to, quite frankly, it, with playing with metal bats, I don't want to be that close to the batter.
1: Well, that, I mean, that's probably the scariest part of all of it Like, that's completely yeah. terrifying
0: Absolutely, absolutely terrifying <laughs> no. uh, com- Completely and utterly terrifying What was your worst baseball-related injury? Do you have any bad ones?
1: Uh, not really baseball-related, but it happened during baseball season okay. uh, I was, I forget what, it was like, eh, like age 12 Like, whatever the, the, whatever the year is that you can go to the Little League World Series That was the year and i'm having the year of my life buddy i mean you're talking i can not i'm hitting like crazy i'm I'm, ca- I'm a catcher i'm throwing people out i got i got i got everything going for me it's okay i got everything going for me mm. and I, and and here i am it's a friday night we're at my house it's my buddy from who lived next door my two brothers parents are in the other room we're we're doing wrestling moves on each other, suplexes, we're diving off the couch, we set up a bunch of comforters and I remember couch those days. cushions. Ah, oh, it's fun as hell. Well, got stuck under the couch cushion, someone yelled Swanton bomb, a la Jeff Hardy, <laughs> and landed on my wrist, which happened to be up at a ninety degree ankle or ninety degree an- angle.
0: Ninety degree well, angle. That and, was the second part of it. Yeah,
1: well, landed on my arm. And I heard a loud a very loud pop. Oh now, I ran out of the house and screamed so many expletives on the back porch. So go back inside. I'm like, I toughed it out. I'm like, ah, it's fine. Like, no big deal. No issues. We're good. Had a game had the all star game the next oh, no. day. Um, go go to the park in the morning, walking around, I'm like, dude, mom, my arm, it still hurts. Like I don't mm-hmm. know. So we're like, all right, let's go to the hospital broken whatever bone in my arm is broken cast it on up show up to the all-star game in a cast still made the tournament team came back to the regular season ends we go to the playoffs we were the number one seed in the playoffs made to the championship championship we had to lose twice we lose game one and game two was the day i got my cast off got my cast off game two Got to win, and you're the champions. Sixth inning, bases loaded, down one. Your boy comes up to the plate. I take the game-tying walk. Next guy comes up, hits a single. We win a championship. That's how it's done, Chris. But yes, the broken arm outside of it was the the biggest issue.
0: Well, I'm glad you talk about uh, the the thrill of victory, Gregory, because we've got something going on right now that is going to give each and every listener the opportunity to uh, feel that same burst of triumph and that's this poker tournament we have coming up this weekend. The Underdog Free Roll Invitational is set to kick off this weekend, Sunday, July 11th, 3.05 Eastern Time, noon, noon o five Pacific Time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, listeners are going to have 30 minutes of late registration so they can sign up as late as 3.35 slash 12.35 Pacific Time. What you're going to do? Uh, you've heard us talk about it for weeks. You've heard us just weeks and weeks and weeks, Gregory. And it's finally here. You're going to go to ignitioncasino.eu and you're going to go over to the scheduled tournaments tab in the poker lobby. Uh, it's under the regular tab, and uh, you're going to look for that. Look, these are chronological, so we're you got to you got to go ahead, jump ahead to uh, July 11th, and check the times. Once you uh, once you get there, you're going to get. See, you're going to see the Underdog Free Roll Invitational, uh, and you click on that. You enter our exclusive password, Underdog21, UNDERDOG21, and you're in, Greg. Free to enter, no credit card required to enter, and let's talk about the prize pool. Guaranteed at least $2,500, plus the bounties on the host's head. It can go up to as high as $3,500. That's incredible.
1: Dude, I'm very excited. Very very excited that this is finally here. Can't wait to play. Can't wait to get uh, you know, chop it up with all the listeners. Mm-hmm. See, see how how well I can bluff again. Uh, it <laughs> yeah. should be it should be a really good time.
0: Yeah, we're uh you know it is anonymous, but you get a player number associated with you when you sign up, and uh, we're we'll, we're gonna release all the player numbers for the hosts, so listeners are gonna know if uh, if they're going up against any of us. There is the added benefit that you knock a host out. You get some extra money. Uh, you get a bounty that uh, you have earned by eliminating one of us and ending our day early. It's gonna. It could be as little uh, as twenty five. Basically, if if nobody signs up, but if there's over two hundred and fifty players, that's fifty. If there's over five hundred, a hundred each for knocking out a host. Ooh,
1: I didn't. Mean, I'm excited. I'm. I'm ready to make sure that no one has the ability to knock me out until <laughs> until I'm worth about as much as possible, yeah, and then it's... ultimately fail uh, in in my chance at at triumphing.
0: So that's your prediction you're gonna you're gonna win a couple and then you know, get get closer to the end only to choke in a big way.
1: I mean, I'm making the final table. Uh, I okay. I can almost promise you that I'll I'll be on I'll be at the final table.
0: All right, all right, but I uh, look I. I I do not have the same confidence in myself that you have. I have been watching Celebrity Poker Showdown. I'm getting uh getting my game back, but it's it's been a while since I've played any sort of serious poker, and that's part of the reason I'm excited for this. And it's funny because you and I discussed uh, doing a poker tournament with the underdog listeners, uh, the underdog uh, the hosts a while back. I did do that. So this is uh this is the natural progression of that, and I'll get to lose uh just as as badly as I would have in that tournament in this one.
1: <laughs> yeah dude I I'm very excited I, I can't I, I know we kicked around that idea and now it's everybody plus the listeners it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be a challenge for us uh, for the hosts for sure
0: and it's it's just gonna be a ton of fun. I'm super excited about it again players can go to uh, can download the poker software or play through their browser at ignitioncasino.eu. You go to the scheduled tournaments poker lobby and uh, under the regular tab you're going to you're going to scroll over a little bit check for July 11th 305 Eastern Time you're going to find the underdog free roll invitational and uh, once again that exclusive password is underdog21 we'll see you this weekend.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait.
0: Uh, it's going to be fun. Well, there we we do have so much going on. It's not just the poker tournament. A lot going on in the real world as well. But uh, you, you said something on the show last week that I've been really interested in. I want to get your clarification. I mentioned that Bavada has Cade Cunningham as minus 10,000 to go number one overall in the uh, the upcoming NBA draft. And you said, hey, I'm not so sure. Well, Why I, do you say that?
1: I just, I feel like it's not, nothing, obviously nothing is ever a sure thing. But yeah. to me, like... To say that he's won, when you watched what Evan Mobley did mm-hmm. in in the tournament, and obviously, you know, the people who, who diligently watch college basketball and scout these guys, like, I think there's an argument that could be made there. I don't yeah. know. Like, Suggs is what he is. I don't know if that's a guy you can fully – like, he's definitely a piece, but I don't know if he's a 1-1 piece. He's not. I, I agree with yeah, you. Yeah. I, like – but I, I just don't know like Cade was so good at Oklahoma State and he mm-hmm. but I still think there's some there's something that just isn't like when I watched him play Oregon State, right? Oregon State, for as good as their tournament run was, was not that good of a team. No. Let's be let's be fair. I'm I'm a Beeves diehard for forever and always for the time that I spent there. But that's a game that Kate Cunningham needs to win. Yeah, it needs you need to win that game to be number one. This is why we should have known Ben Simmons was a fraud. <laughs> he didn't. it could even make the
0: tournament. Not but, to uh, not to redirect the conversation. I would never.
1: But but that's that's my that's my biggest thing with Kate Cunningham. And and like, does he have that? And college is obviously hard to judge that because the, the team around him isn't always the best. And Oklahoma State isn't exactly yeah. a powerhouse. but uh,
0: Especially for those top guys, too, who are basically just biding their time till they get to the NBA.
1: Yeah, it, but I just... I think... I think you have to at least take a peek at Mobley just to see for how good he looked at USC, how good mm. they actually looked in the tournament. I mean, they're one game away from the Final Four. So, yeah. I, I, it's... It's, it's hard for me to say oh, it's a 10,000 to one guarantee, you know, <laughs> or minus 10,000 guarantee.
0: Yeah, definitely not 10,000 to one. Mobley, no. is, uh, Mobley is the number two odds-on favorite at Bovada to go number one. And as you would imagine, that also translates to the odds-on favorite to go number two. Mobley uh, plus 1,500 to go one and uh, minus 130 to go two. Yeah,
1: I mean that sounds that sounds about right. I don't know who goes over Mobley unless unless either one of the G League guys goes there. Do you, I do you, like
0: me some Jalen Green. This I is do. where it's going to be
1: really hard for me to to be a big in depth draft guy with these guys going to the G League. Like, Isn't
0: that weird though that they were in a quote unquote professional development league and we have less information and less knowledge uh, on them? than we do, you know, uh, like my, fav- one of my, my favorite sleeper prospect for the 76ers in the first round is Joe Weisskamp from Iowa. Like we know more about Weisskamp on a national stage than we do Jalen Green.
1: But as like as we should, the NBA doesn't, uh, oh God. Now we're going to get into a TV rights issue and I'm going to get very upset because um, I feel like it is 2021. We should have the ability to have these types of things broadcast on television. I don't even care if it's... You don't even have television. Well, I know, but I don't... You know what I mean. On the apps (laughs) and things like that. Dude, there should... You don't even need announcers. Just
0: give me camera guys. I hate that so much. I do not have the patience for that. I can't watch the no announcer stuff.
1: I mean, I watch enough shit on mute to begin with. That's fair. Whether I'm working or doing things. Like, I've watched most of the Euros tournament on mute because I've been on conference calls while watching the games. Like... You know, they've just been on in the background and things like Mm -hmm. that. So, like, if I have it on, I can at least see what's going on. I don't know where to find this stuff. I am a guy. You know me. Sports. It's sports. It's sports. If sports are on, I'm watching sports. That's just the way it works. Like, we talked about it last week with the MCU references. I ain't get time for MCU references. I got Sports. If the G League is on, I will watch it. If the WNBA is on, I will watch it. If college baseball is on, I will watch it. Throw these games on the my e- uh, the the whatever ESPN. App ESPN Plus. These. Yeah, the, that's the G it League is. games
0: are on ESPN Plus for the rest. But
1: I need to know that. Like I need that's the fair. NBA to bring this up. You want to talk about... You have two guys in most mock drafts that played in the G League last year that are top five, right? That's yeah. sort of the Jalen, consensus. Jalen
0: Green and Jonathan Kaminga.
1: So so those are two guys who you think could potentially go... Top five means potential next superstars in the NBA. That's, mm-hmm. that's the way I would view a top five pick. They're a potential superstar. So when I look at that, why are we not talking about this more? You can see... You could see every one, one of those guys any night of the week on either the ESPN app or ESPN or ESPN Two or ESPN New, whatever it is from Fox <laughs> mm-hmm. Sports, well, any of the, and the networks. College basketball is always on. Yes. Tell me where the G League is and let me watch it. Like give fair. me, give me the ability to watch it, and I would know a lot more about these guys.
0: That's fair. I I've, I got no, I've got no problem with that. I I agree that they don't do a good enough job of hyping the sport, and you wonder. Is that a conscious choice, or you know, do they just genuinely care about the development of the players in that situation, or are they missing the boat on a marketing opportunity? Well,
1: that's you. You do make a good point if it's a conscious choice, and I wonder if you don't want you don't want the popularity the uh, popularity of the G League to get too big. Yeah, because then you're talking about guys wanting more money to play in it. Because the more exposure, the higher ad revenue. Like, there is a part of that that comes into play. Like, I know it's a developmental league, but it also makes me think, like, that's why we keep minor league baseball, not down, but but it's 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 not as readily available to find like tell me the last time you were able to find a live minor league baseball game on television
0: i couldn't tell you the last time i was looking for a live well, minor course. league baseball of, game on uh, television
1: of course and and it's probably just locally in those areas like let's just say let's just say scranton wilkesbury right mm-hmm. like are the the I guess it's not Redding, but it's... No, I I don't
0: even know who that that, uh, affiliate is at this point.
1: Okay, there is an affiliate there. Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, probably. There you go, sure. So let's just say the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, maybe they're on just locally on one of those random public access stations. Like when (laughs) I would get PW's Weird news channel on my television. Yo, uh, I was
0: on that numerous times. It's not weird. It's informative.
1: I understand, Chris. I get that. I'm not watching it. I you remember
0: all there. my episodes, right?
1: Um, I'm sure you, you're tuned in. Sure, absolutely. I was <laughs> I was locked into Chris on Sports back in whatever year that was.
0: Yeah, a long time ago.
1: <laughs> Too long <laughs> was, ago. That was SD. That's
0: probably SD television. Oof. Um, two yeah, no. TVs. That, that hurts a little, but. Oh, uh, believe
1: me, buddy. I'm right there with you. I'm chasing there, uh, you very quickly.
0: There are. Uh, I don't know if you know how aging works, so probably you're not really.
1: <laughs> I'm not stays saying pretty, catching stays up pretty I'm linear. following.
0: Hey, guys. Chris here to let you know this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why is brought to you in part by Dynasty Owner. Let me ask you. Are you tired of the same old fantasy football leagues that you hear about online that get canceled after a year or so? If so, Dynasty Owner has your back. Dynasty Owner unites the fun and excitement of fantasy football with the skill and strategy of the front office by incorporating a salary cap and real NFL player salaries for die-hard football fanatics who want the real GM experience. It adds a whole new level of strategy to fantasy football. We think it's such a big difference maker that they hold three patents on it. If that sounds good to you, and I I know it sounds good to me, head over to DynastyOwner.com. New leagues for the 2021 season are forming right now. That's DynastyOwner.com. And hey, are you worried that you won't be able to find anyone to play in your league with? Don't worry about it, Dynasty Owner can help you fill your league with fantasy football enthusiasts like yourself so you won't have to worry about finding enough players. You can choose to start your own league, join a league that needs to be filled, or you can even purchase a team from a previous owner if you'd like to take that team to the championship. If you're finally serious about joining the big leagues, go to DynastyOwner.com and start your dynasty today. Uh, yeah, no, it's a weird situation. Uh, I, there's some other props here that I want to talk about, uh, some coaching props. One of them just leads me to the, the super sad news that, that you started my day with, Greg. Oh. And that, and that you know, started my day with uh, a week ago today was that famed, the, the incredible Mark Zumoff, Philadelphia 76ers play-by-play announcer, is stepping down. This is heartbreaking. You want to talk
1: about something that caught me completely off guard?
0: I know, right? This
1: news, me and you over the past several years have waxed poetically about how nice of a guy Mark Zumoff is in our interactions with him. Mine, once. Once, he came to play around at a golf course that I worked at Mm -hmm. because he was looking at potentially hosting his charity golf outing there. That's the only time super nice guy absolutely awesome so when i read this yeah just i mean you at least have talked to the man you've interviewed yeah. him you've you know him much better than than greg the guy that worked at the golf club
0: did. we've corresponded on twitter as well i don't want to uh, brag mm, or anything
1: look at you look yeah, at you guys might as well just be best friends
0: he did say i well and the worst part of it all is he oh. said hey come down and say hello and now i can't do that
1: I mean, he's got to have season tickets, buddy. That dude. Yeah, you think yeah, that dude's not going to the games still?
0: Oh, no. He is Philadelphia through and through. No question.
1: I don't even know how old Mark Zumoff is.
0: Not young.
1: But I can't. I, I, it's not like, he, like you know how you, you see guys as they keep going, and it pains me to say you saw it at the end of Harry Callis' run. Yeah. You You see it. Well, you don't see it. You hear it, and I hate to do this. I hate it. But you hear it when you listen to Merrill
0: on the radio. Yeah, you Madden can, and Summerall.
1: Yeah, you, you can tell when it's starting to go, right? Mm-hmm. Zuboff didn't have that.
0: No, I, Zoo's top of his game. He's 65 years old, by the way.
1: Yeah, what are we doing? Zoo? come, come on, buddy. Cash a few more paychecks. Now I'm going right. to have generic announcer number seven. As yeah, it's me bro- like Tom McGinnis. No, see, no, 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 no. Because no, somebody brought this up. McGinnis can't leave the radio. McGinnis is a solo radio guy. He's too good on the radio to move to television. It's it's uh, like my
0: money's on McGinnis for the record. It's,
1: but it's like Fransky for the Phillies. Trying to put him on television doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It just it, I don't know why. Well, one, one Tom McCarthy as much as thank you for your esteemed years in Philadelphia. I I need something that feels more local. I can't turn on a, an A ten basketball game and hear Tom McCarthy telling me that Duquesne's best player has seven fouls. Like I, and then be like, oh, it's the Phillies guy. Like it's annoying. It's, an, yeah. it's I don't like that. I okay. like the fact that Harry Callis was the Phillies guy, and I'm sure he did football or he did something else outside of the Phillies, but he was the voice of NFL Films. Like that was the kind of thing where like that was fine. Remember yeah. when Jim Jackson? who's been the flyers tv guy for a thousand years. He was ran, he randomly did philly's radio broadcasts.
0: I do not and I'm proud of that. Ugh,
1: nightmare. I love Jim Jackson. I could hear him yell angle shot a thousand times. What I can't listen to is him his home run calls where mm-hmm. he would say goodbye and gone. Can't do that. I don't know what that is. Don't do that again. Please stop. Um, but, like, it just doesn't fit, and I really think that that's what we're going to get for for the Sixers' broadcast.
0: <sighs> yeah, I'll tell you that uh, anybody and Allah is not as good as Zoo and Allah, and uh, Mark Zumoff, you will be missed.
1: Ah, oh, se- severely.
0: But, life does go on, and uh, and we continue, and we've got a bunch of NBA teams looking for head coaches. I've got props for them right here. Let's start with the Washington Wizards. The uh, the two favorites at Bovada are Wes Unsell Jr. and Sam Cassell, both at plus 150, followed by Becky Hammond, Scott Morrison, Kenny Atkinson, Terry Stotts, Kara Lawson, and Darvin Ham.
1: I think Becky Hammond gets a nod somewhere.
0: Does she want Washington, though? That no, seems like of a course bad you don't. No,
1: you don't want to go Washington. This is where I think Sam I and mean, this is where I think you find Sam Cassell. I don't know God enough man. about Wes onsell Jr. I don't know enough about him. But this is or honestly, Stott, this feels like it could I- I'm be I'm hoping a Stott's it starts.
0: Move, I'm hoping it starts.
1: But why? He's done because nothing but be productive.
0: But I because I want to keep Sam Cassell on this coaching staff for another year.
1: Oh, ah, okay. Well, that's fine. If you're doing it for that perspective, yeah. Selfishly entirely. entirely.
0: Yeah, of course yeah. <laughs> Alright we're going Stats plus 800 I think Stats plus 800 buddy All right, This one's interesting The New Orleans Pelicans head coaching job Just today Jacques Vaughn came out And said he's going to hang out on the, um, the Nets bench For another year so that's going to invalidate The top option at Bavada At minus 125 that's followed by Charles Lee, who I'm not super familiar with, plus 150. Fred Vinson, plus 800. Will Weaver, plus 1,000. Teresa Witherspoon, plus 12, and Terry Stotts, plus 14.
1: You almost—I thought you said Will Wheaton, and I was gonna be like, that'd be a weird choice for head That's coach. A, yeah, but
0: not shocking in the, a little the shocking. landscape. A little
1: shocking, but not too shocking.
0: You're what right. Striker up to? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, Teresa Witherspoon. Who is that? She, Teresa Th- Witherspoon is, is getting a ton of love right now. WNBA That's, legend. Okay,
1: New York Liberty. Or OG yeah. New York Liberty. That's yes. who I thought it was.
0: And apparently, uh, anyone who has ever met she's apparently a brilliant basketball mind, like tough. And anyone who has ever met this woman just thinks the world of her.
1: That doesn't shock me. That doesn't shock me in the least. That 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 she like even back when. Cause she's she's legitimately like original WNBA. Yeah. Uh, that that it. She always stood out as one of those like star players, but really knew basketball. So that I could see something like that. I just don't know what's her current position. Do we know?
0: Uh, I'm gonna look at it right now. I thought she was in somebody's front office, but I, I could so that's be completely, tough. completely that, making that up.
1: It's tough. It's tough to go from front office to coaching. Oh no,' and,
0: um, there she's an assistant coach for the Pelicans.
1: Oh I mean, what are we doing here? that's a tough that's a tough situation. The Pelicans just run coaches out. yeah um
0: well, we can I, agree that Van Gundy was a terrible fit well
1: uh, that's fine, and I get that, but at a certain point, like, where are the players the issue? Yeah. we're now talking about two coaches we've run out of town in less than 18 months.
0: I'm waiting and, for you to bring this back to the Sixers.
1: No, no no Honestly <laughs> honestly what I'm gonna bring it to is those reports from a few weeks ago with where they're talking about how much Zion's family has input into what's going on in the world of the Pelicans yeah. coaching staff.
0: And uh, Zion might want out is the this story.
1: Is professional basketball. Get away. Okay, then trade this guy.
0: There's because no crybabying in basketball. Well it's not is what even about saying.
1: crybabying, but like the entitlement of people's families To yeah. get involved like this we, You want to talk about bringing back to Philadelphia We saw it with Jaleel Okafor But you you talk about Even even Trey Burke's dad Got involved on Twitter <laughs> remember once that. Remember that
0: random story I mean like, honestly might have been right They probably should have kept Burke over Neto.
1: 100% Trey Burke's the better player But mm. regardless
0: Hey Neto started against the 76ers in the playoffs this How'd year.
1: that work out? They lost all those games except for one of them yeah, and um, now
0: uh, Terry Stoss is going to take over that roster.
1: If only. <laughs> um, but my my biggest issue is, like, y- dude, this isn't AAU. This isn't yeah. high school. This isn't college. You don't dictate this stuff. This is a professional business. This is a league that is sort of in need of some cash right now. So, like, relax. Yeah. Relax. Like, you don't get to dictate what these professional businesses do. I don't mm-hmm. and it's going to be harder and harder because a lot more guys are going to come into the league, especially the elite of the elite superstars who have giant social media followings who have been treated as the king of basketball essentially for 5 to 7 years before they even enter the NBA. Yeah. This this is going to continue to happen and I I don't know how you stop it. But Constantly cowtailing to S- Zion and his family's demands, like, like. Allegedly? in fairness,
0: they haven't cowtailed to anything at this point.
1: I mean, we keep firing coaches, what are we talking yeah, about?
0: But Van Gundy was a horrible fit, and apparently, the person who hated Van Gundy was uh, Brandon Ingram. Well, listen, so I mean, we're cowtailing we're to a different player,
1: okay? Again, also, is this a, is a
0: record for using that word in a podcast.
1: The, the, same, the, the same opinion stands, though, at yeah. a certain point like when are the players the issue it's similar actually you know goddamn it chris you made me do it it's similar to the sixers situation oh how, how ma- greg how many things can you change until you really make a change at the core of your players that is the situation the pelicans haven't actually even reached that point cuz they've only really had that core together for maybe a year all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say
0: this real quick. It's, this is how it's gonna be fixed. This is my prediction. I, we we do not have time to dig into this too much, uh. and we can't we can't divert too much. There's gonna be plenty of time in the future for this. My prediction: the rumor of late is that Gerson Rojas, uh, the the Timber the Timberwolves GM, desperately wants Ben Simmons. I think, and I'm 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 just gonna give you the players here, not which teams they're going to, because uh, some of the secondary pieces are gonna be all over the place. The 76ers are going to trade Ben Simmons, Tyrese Maxi, Matisse Thibel, and draft picks. Uh, the the Minnesota Timberwolves are going to trade Anthony Edwards and Portland's going to trade Damian Lillard.
1: And Greg is going to go throw his laptop into the ocean. Like Well, I
0: I hope you get it working by the time the Sixers are in the conference finals next Is
1: year. is Damian Okay, so Damian Lillard is coming to us in that situation? Oh, 100%. But if you A- trade, Edwards doesn't
0: fit the timeline.
1: But if you trade Thybulle and Maxi— where, what, where, what do we have? It to doesn't replace that.
0: You it have. It does matter. Chris. You have. You have Lillard and Embiid, and which the that's had
1: Durant, Kyrie, and James Harden, and they made the Eastern Conference semifinals.
0: Yeah, it, because those, those, that's three people who all need the basketball at the same time. It's not a big guy and a small. It, it has never been as clean a fit. It's talent wise, it's incredible, but it's never been the cleanest fit.
1: But Embiid does need the ball. Embiid needs the ball on offense. The people who pretend that Embiid doesn't need the ball on offense is
0: bizarre. I'm not. I'm not saying he doesn't get the ball, but I'm saying they don't occupy the same space. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Look, plenty of time to talk Sixers. Plenty of time to talk Sixers. And I know that that was unfair. That I lobbed that grenade out there and then said, "Don't react
1: to it." Uh, It's okay.
0: Uh, this next line over at Bavada is one that I think uh, I think is super interesting for a lot of reasons. Quite frankly, uh, it's one of the more interesting groups of coaches available, and that is the uh, the Orlando Magic, Magic head coaching position. The favorite is, well, just added to the list. The favorite at plus one fifty five is uh, Anthony Penny Hardaway, current Memphis head coach, followed by Kenny Atkinson. At plus 375, Becky Hammond at plus 500, Jamal Mosley who's a guy who has gotten a lot of uh, a lot of love for head coaching opportunities this offseason comes in next at plus 750 Terry Stotts plus 750, Charles Lee plus 1,000, Wes Unsell Jr. plus 1,000, Sammy Cassell plus 1,400, former 76er Willie Green plus 1,000, and David Vanterpool plus 1,600 at Bovada. How do you think this shakes out?
1: I mean, it's Penny. It's Penny. It's Penny. It's Penny. It's Penny. Penny is His associate head coach is Little Penny. Like, this is, <laughs> I mean, this is easy. This is the easiest money you're going to make at Bavada. I don't know how you could do anything else if you're the Orlando Magic.
0: Number one,
1: he's one of your franchise's best players of all time. Yeah.
0: When you're a franchise. Would you give Shaq the job if he wanted it? Yes. One, oh, 1 that, thousand That'd be, percent. A, that'd be a, 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 just a giant disaster. I, I don't know, man. So if Grant, well, I mean Grant Hill is like a a really smart grown-up, so that's probably not a good comparison. If uh, I don't know uh, who is the, if Horace Grant wanted the job, does he get it tomorrow? Yeah, Uh, Daryl Armstrong. Yeah, hundred percent. So just let's look at the the criteria is just having played for the Magic before. Let's look at the conference finals right
1: now. The 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 four teams. I'm giving it
0: to false, by the way.
1: That's fine. That's fine. The four teams that made the conference finals in the NBA. Uh-huh. Their head coaches Mike Budenholzer, Nate McMillan, Tyron Lue, and I can't remember who the Phoenix Suns head coaches. Why can't Money I remember? Monty Williams. Come on. Williams. Two at my point I was making had to do with the Nets, but I forgot the Nets didn't make it. But mm-hmm. a minimum two out of the four of those guys played in the NBA. Did Monty Williams play in the NBA? I feel yes, like he, he
0: played did. in the NBA. Okay,
1: so three out of the four guys who are head coaches right now in the last four teams remaining played in the NBA. There is a very clear correlation that former players mm-hmm. have a better success. In recent history, there is a success rate that you find for some reason that former players have, and I don't know whether it's being able to connect to the players better because they have that same experience as them. There is something to be said that former NBA players, like that, it just feels different, and that's where I think Penny, obviously playing for the Magic and being their franchise's best, one of their best players of all time, Mm -hmm. helps. But that that relationship is better, and a team that's young, like the Magic, Penny went from coaching AAU to Memphis for two years. Now we're talking about the NBA. He knows how to coach guys in that age range. The guys that we're looking at, with Vucevic gone, now that team's even younger, right? Yeah. So, I think Penny's a great fit, not just because he played with the, played for the Magic or played in the NBA, but I also think he's able to talk to the guys of that age. Now, can't recruit like he did at Memphis, can't recruit right. like AAU, but he he has a he has that ability.
0: By the way, I mentioned Grant Hill just in jest. How is Grant Hill not an NBA coach or general manager at this point? That is one of the smartest basketball minds I've ever seen. It's
1: because he's like the head of USA Basketball, or he's going to be Man. the head of USA Basketball. That's I think. I think That's that was announced fair. recently. He's taking over for someone who's stepping down. Probably a
0: Colangelo. It is, is, uh, is Colangelo for the Yuck. Record. But, but still, you know, Colangelo, I believe, was, you know, had a, an NBA role while he had the Team USA role as well. So it's not like it's, it's got to be one of Popovich is the current head coach. So, Ugh. you know, it's, it's not like it's prohibitive to being a, a head coach in the NBA or anything like that. Um, one of the more – before we get out of here, one of the more interesting stories over the past week to me is the fact that seemingly everyone in the NBA is available via trade at this point, whether it's true or not. We saw a, num- a number of un- crazy names come up this week with, you know, with Lillard, with uh, Pascal Siakam, James Wiseman. And a name that kind of came out of nowhere because he was, I don't know, four months ago looked at as a future cornerstone of the franchise is Tyler Hero from the Miami Heat. Bavada Dude. has a prop about whether or not Tyler Hero is going to be traded. And just its existence is is shocking to me. Bavada says outright trade. Yes, minus 170. No, no plus 130 the uh, the implication being heroes getting traded yeah but to where like I, I and i saw and i i just don't get it
1: everyone is available that is i guess the million dollar man said it said it best
0: everybody's um, got a price everybody's got a price i am I'm, uh, I'm a virgil guy but whatever i hear you i just i just don't i just don't understand well, Greg, I'm glad you asked where, because it's not just will he be traded or will he not be traded. Another prop on Bavada gives us some uh, gives us some teams for where he could be dealt to. the The Miami Heat are the favorite for where he's going to play Game One in the of uh, the next season, as you would imagine, as he's currently a member of the Miami Heat. Followed closely, uh, they're plus one thirty. the The Houston Rockets plus two fifty five. The Detroit Pistons plus six fifty. The Mavericks plus 700, the Cavs plus 8, the Clippers plus 950, the Knicks plus 14, and the Pelicans plus 1600. I've got a, I've got a choice, and their name was not mentioned, Greg. W- but what do you think happens? Man. <laughs> the, the, why? How are
1: the Pelicans even on that? I know they're plus I have 1600. No idea. But so at the top, give me the top two one more time. The top the two Pelicans.
0: non the top two non heat teams are the Rockets and the Pistons.
1: Uh, I mean, the Pistons gonna trade the the number one pick for Tyler oh, of Hero? Course not of course. Like, what are we man. doing? Yeah, I, I yeah. don't know. That doesn't to me. I don't know what the Pistons could give up that that. that I got Jer- a, Jeremy Grant. Let Gramp? me give you
0: my thoughts. No way they trade Jerry. He's a, he's an Olympian. They're not oh, trading for wow. Tyler Hero. How dare I? Let me uh, let me give you my pick. I think that he re-signed Victor Oladipo, and that that's the only reason that this trade needs to be made, because they no longer can sign him outright. I think that Tyler Hero and Filler is traded to the uh, Toronto Raptors for Kyle Lowry.
1: I don't think that team's good enough to win a championship.
0: But I don't think so either, but I do think that they're trying to... They they very clearly want Lowry. That by all accounts they want to retain Oladipo, and you can't get Lowry without renouncing Oladipo, huh. unless you do it via trade.
1: It's not good. I mean, that's I understand the logic behind it. I don't like it. If you're the Heat, <laughs> if you're the Heat fan, I feel like we just have a really old team, and we're giving up on a guy who's very young and very talented.
0: You're running. You're basically running next year with a lineup of Lowry, Oladipo, Butler, Duncan, Robinson, and Bam Adebayo. Ugh.
1: I mean, Bam's great, obviously. Butler's great, but the, but but Oladipo's proven he can't stay healthy anymore. It's like, a gamble for sure. Oh, Pat, what are we doing, buddy? You're yeah. better than this. You built super teams.
0: Well, it's a different NBA, and. I... Uh,
1: I don't like it. I don't like it if you're a Heat fan. Not even a little bit.
0: All right. Well, plenty of time to discuss all of this. I I hope a couple more of the uh the trade props pop up because I think that's really interesting. This is going to be a crazy off season. We've heard, well, how would you feel about uh how would you feel about that Raptors team if uh if the the rumored James Weissman and number 7 overall pick for Pascal Siakam trade happens?
1: I mean, I'd be thrilled. I'd be terrified of, of the Warriors, and I don't even really like Pascal Siakam that much.
0: I actually dislike him actively.
1: Yeah, well, as a person or as a yes. player,
0: I just think he's a punk.
1: Well, that may be true, but on the court from a from a court perspective, oldest
0: thing I've ever said. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you punk! Is <Does> you just <laughs> shake your fist at him? Um, I am shaking I my fist. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know how like. I don't know how much he improves the Warriors' team. He makes them better, but I, I think that playing next to Kawhi made Siakam look so good. And, and don't get me wrong. next to
0: Steph could have a very similar impact.
1: But Steph and Kawhi are so different.
0: Yeah, like, Steph spaces the court. Uh, I don't know, man. I, so I does that know. Thompson fellow who played a couple years ago. Yeah,
1: but let's get healthy again. I'm tired. I, I need... I hated the people hated the fact that the Warriors were so good and had that like three to four year run where they were at the top. I'm ready for the Warriors to be
0: good again. That's going to be this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. For Greg Curran, I'm Chris Horwardell. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here next week. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why, but before I let you go, I want to remind you one more time about this event that we are so incredibly excited about, the Underdog Free Roll Invitational, and guess what? It's coming up this very weekend. Signing up is a breeze. All you're going to do is you head over to ignitioncasino.eu and select Poker. Then, if you don't have an account already, you create one, you select Play Now, you select Tournaments, and if you scroll down to July 11th at 3.05 Eastern Time, 12.05 Pacific, there it's going to be the Underdog Free Roll Invitational. Click on that, use the password Underdog21underdog21, and you are in. We've been talking about this for more than a month now. I'm thrilled that it's here. No credit card required to sign up, and guess what? You can win real prizes. There is a guaranteed prize pool of at least $2,500, and that can go up quite a bit with the host bounties included. Could be as much as $3,500. And hey, if you don't want to play through your browser, you can also download the poker software, play that way, same thing, same tournament, same great prizes. I mentioned those bounties on the host's head. Before the tournament starts, head over to the Underdog Twitter page, at the Underdog Pods, and there's going to be a post with the listings for all of the user IDs for all of the hosts. We are so excited about this, and at this point, there's really nothing left to say other than I'll see you at the table. Good luck.